Welcome to the Arrest or Mimics podcast with your host Ben Talon. Hello and welcome to Arrest All Mimics. My name is Ben Talon. I am your host. This is the Original Thinking and Creative Innovation podcast. How's everyone today? Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good night. You all well? I hope you're all good. I hope you're all staying creative in these chilly days. It's getting colder, but the real weather is monumental contractual meltdowns and getting out the house to stretch one's legs when you're working from home. That's how we do the weather on this show. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed Justine Fox, the Psychology of Colour episode. Went down a treat, actually. Uh, People seemed to love it. I knew they would. That was a bit of a safe bet. I think people love the geekery of colour. They like to know all these things that Justine's an expert and a professional to comment on. So go back and listen to the show if you didn't check it out and get me your feedback on the Twitter at Arrest Ornamics. If you did, absolute belter. So cheers to Justine for that. We've got a good one for you today. Got a good one with the Association of Illustrators. Um, It's not just for illustrators, by the way. It's all about the stuff we need to know, the contractual stuff, the business side of things, but also taking the industry forward in a collective spirit. So we'll get to that in a moment. Um, First of all, my wonderful sponsors who keep this show free every week for you guys. I hope you're all enjoying it still. Seems to be the feedback. It's getting better numbers all the time. So uh, without these supporters, I would be... So much further behind that it's unbelievable. So, uh, first and foremost, founding sponsor, Illustration Limited. Go and check them out, illustrationweb.com. Uh, representing over 200 artists, illustrators, fashion designers, designers, set designers, uh, oh, you name it, there's animators, got all sorts. Got really cool, biggest agency in the world, I believe, in terms of represented numbers. Just great people, lovely team to work with, very professional, really know their stuff, really support the industry, and are very much linked with the Association of Illustrators, who's today's guest. So go and check them out, illustrationweb.com. They're everywhere on social media, you can't miss them, easy to find. Go and do that. Heartinternet.co.uk, my tech sponsor, really cool guys. What did you think of Nick Leach? What did you think of Nick last week? Um, I hope you enjoyed his show. Really, really special stuff. Um... We all need to know this stuff, right? And it's it's confusing. We're all guinea pigs in the world of social media and digital stuff. I know that I always panic. I, I struggle to even remember my logins at times. So guys like Nick are absolute gold to learn from. So I hope you found his conversation with me useful. Really, really good stuff there. Um, so cheers to Nick for coming on the show. And heart supporters every week with a tip or a, a, just a bit of digital, nice digital goodies. You know what I mean? Um we're all using it every day in our jobs now, well, most of us are, so it gives a little pointer. And um, so today's guest, right, the, it's a, the Association of Illustrators, these guys are essentially the trade union for the illustration business. But they hold a really good and ever-growing social media presence, and they seem to be getting better with that. So they support the agencies that work hand-in-hand with them. Um, they are always out there sharing their members' portfolios, sharing relevant stuff. They've shared this show quite a few times uh, in the past before we've gone and done an official link-up, which I'll talk about in a moment. Um, so they're just good guys, and the conversations you see revolving around them are all quite relevant stuff. It's common issues. It's contractual stuff that we don't all get as artists. It's the the whole working for free issue. It's the rights within our industry Um they're just important, important stuff, so go and check that out and dive in the conversation. They're good for sharing content, they're a good lesson as to how you can stay on what's hot at the moment, stay on topic, and build conversation around certain events, because we all spend so much time in our studios. Um, so when we get out to these things, we get out to talks, we get out to conferences, it's really cool to kind of share that content and keep the conversation going. So keep an eye on how they're using their social media and how people in the illustration game are getting on current topics and trends and and you know, building their own unique conversation to represent themselves out there. Lots of valuable stuff to check out surrounding the AOI. And that's thanks to, thanks to heartinternet.co.uk. Go and check them out. Great hosting, SEO, website tools, uh, SEO tools are really, really good. Go and check it out. I've been using their SEO tool recently to check out how my own website is performing, which I never knew I could do. And it's a very uh, simple but highly effective tool that brings you some great feedback and stats. So go and check them out. Um, and last but very not least, uh, printed.com. Really, really good guys looking after this show really well. Uh, they've they come on board most recently, but they've really, really done their catching up in terms of uh, just 
bigging up this show, sharing that content, um, supporting the creative industries. They're sharing people on their blog all the time. So once again, they're functioning way beyond their specialism of print. But of course, for that, that's what they do. And they're really, really great printers, really good, accurate colour, great stocks over 90 different products and kind of loads of finishes and great customer services, I keep saying every week, because they've really looked after me every time there's ever been an error. Uh, But most of the time, it's all swimmingly well and great products and services. So go and check them out for any printed stuff at printed.com. This week, I'm just going to chat a little bit about, again, the AOI. They um, they do the, the now... World Illustration Awards. It used to be the uh, sort of Association of, Illust- of Illustrators book in conjunction with awards, but they're kind of moving on into a more heavily digital stratosphere these days. And they now do a beautiful little brochure that comes with the uh, the World Illustration Awards, which is done in conjunction with the Directory of Illustration, which is US based. Um, and it's a lovely little thing to take away, and it's really important in our world. Um, a lot of digital illustrators out there and a lot of things online. So I think print has been re-underlined as this brand new, uh, almost kind of bespoke thing now. It's special. Maybe it's a little more special because there's a little less of it, but we still need to represent ourselves professionally with business cards and other takeaway tools like that. So go and check them out. AOI do some great stuff there, uh, and you can go and do it for yourself, no matter how small, how big your company, printed.com and the people to go to. So go and check them out. Supporting this show every week like the other sponsors, so thanks to all of them. So a little more about today's guest. Um, the AOI, I became aware of them maybe around the halfway mark on my degree, which was an illustration BA honours degree uh, at UCLan, University of Central Lancashire. And they uh, they represent our business. So not only do you get portfolio on their website for your membership, but more importantly, you are looked after. So let's say you get that contract that comes through the post from a client that you weren't expecting to issue a contract and suddenly you've got page after page of all these terms to read through and maybe there's something in there you don't understand. Maybe there's something you do understand and you think it's a little bit suspect. These are the guys that you can turn to um, with your membership, which I forget the exact fee, but we'll talk about that a little later today with Ren and Lou from the AOI. Uh, For your fee, you get you know, on-demand support for anything rogue in terms of pricing jobs, in terms of sifting through contracts, seeking professional legal advice. Really important stuff because we all need to know our rights and, you know, about licenses and copyrights. And there's so much to think about now as a modern-day illustrator. And, um, you know, with our work can be so widely circulated, so fast online. You have to be careful and you have to know where your rights are. So these are the guys to turn to and they're really, really, really great at that. So I sit down with Lou and Ren Renwick, who is the new managing director at the AOI, and she's fantastic. She's coming from a different background outside of illustration, which I think is a really wholesome, great thing, because I think we can all get caught up in our little world sometimes, and you have to get outside of that. So Ren brings totally different sensibilities, which she's going to tell us about shortly. We're going to talk about, you know, what the AOI, AOI could have done in the case of the Tuesday Basson. Uh, the Los Angeles-based illustrator who allegedly was ripped off by Zara, and there's I think there's an ongoing legal dispute there at the moment, and it's all it's all interesting stuff. And there's so many uh, grey areas and line crossovers now that an organisation like the AOI, it's no surprise that they're growing year on year because they've got such a pivotal, crucial role. So not only are they today's guests with Ren and Lou um, from the Association of Illustrators, but they're coming on board to support the show too. So I'm going to be talking a little bit here and there about what they're up to, what they're doing, uh, plugging them on each show because they're kind of coming on board as a partner and they're going to start sharing the show and and looking out for us and and we'll discuss how we can grow together and look at doing live events and that kind of stuff. So exciting times ahead, so keep your eyes peeled. I'll be dropping the odd plug for those guys because they're really important and you should definitely go and grab a membership if you are an illustrator and you uh, think that you um, you know you might ever need their support, and not only are they doing the business side of it now, the kind of trade union style role, but they're they're doing an increasing amount of public events. There's a, a contract masterclass coming up shortly. Uh, we'll talk about that at the end of the show. Um, and they're just great guys. They just they just they care. They're passionate about the industry, and you know, for the price of a couple of nights out uh, in a city, you can have a membership and all that professional legal support. So. Listen to today's show, find out more, and if that doesn't sell you a a membership, I don't know what will. It's not a cheap plug, I just think they're really, really crucial now with what's going on in the world. There are so many kind of corporate bullying incidents that we read about in the media, and it's pretty frightening for us as independent creatives. So 
so I hit them up and they were interested and I went down and we had a cup of tea and we had a chat about all these things. So that's where you find us at Somerset House where their offices are. Uh, you'll pick us up there with Ren Renwick and Lou Bones. Um, let us know your thoughts on the show. Get us your thoughts on any issues you might have had that come into the AOI's jurisdiction. Uh, at Arrest Onomics on the Twitter, you can hit them up uh, at the AOI uh, on social media too. Great guys, hit them up, they're always there. So I hope you enjoy today's show. Get us your feedback. If you guys don't mind introducing yourself um, and your roles at the AOI. So I'm Lou, I'm the, uh, the membership manager at the AOI, so I am the point of contact for all our members and I go through all their contracts, pricing advice, uh, business practice advice, anything you need, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Ren, I'm the managing director at AOI and I've been here for about four months, so I'm still learning. Yeah, so far so good. So far so very good, yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so just to touch on briefly, because I know we mentioned it, but you're... You're from quite a varied background. You're not yeah. the traditional illustration head. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that might um, be. Yeah. Which I see as a huge advantage. I think I'm a big advocate of people coming so, from yeah. unconventional paths and bringing something different to it. Yeah. You know, I think it's really good. Do you, you feel excited about the challenge? Yeah, really excited about it. And it's totally different. And I think one of the things, when you start something new, you can ask all the questions that you... Sometimes you're too close so that people don't think about them. So you can ask the stupid question and get looked at a little bit but then it's quite useful to shed new light on areas so I trained at drama school but then I've worked in TV and performance and visual arts so I've always been able to be that sort of slight outsider mm-hmm. asking the questions which is brilliant I think it's great I have, a, I have a good friend who's an electronic musician who's been on the show and he came through a creative writing degree so he did he's a playwright poet did all sorts, um, wrote scripts for a while, mm. and his true love was always music, had very musical parents, and he'd been told that Gary Newman wasn't proper music by a school teacher, which knocked him away from the musical path, but now that he's coming through, just through his love of it again, he's making this really interesting, unconventional stuff that hasn't been coached out of him, you know, yeah. he's making mistakes people wouldn't dare to make, and he's paying off, he's doing yeah. really well, so... Yeah, to that point, I'm just, I, I love it, so I'm quite excited to see how things shape up. Yeah, yeah, I think in 10 years, we'll, or maybe 20 years, we'll look back and look at the kind of distinctions that we made between fine artist, artist, illustrator, dancer, musician. It all blurs, doesn't it? And it we'll really does. think how charming it was that we defined ourselves so narrowly. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree more, actually. The last two years for me have been a huge opening of, just in, in, you know, particularly through this, actually, just the, the amount of people I've gotten to speak to from all different sectors... I feel like my brain's about to explode sometimes when I leave, when I leave the meetings, you know, like I'm just like full of all these new influences to bring back to my core practice, which mm. probably will always be image making essentially, mm. but it's just been strengthened and refreshed in a great way, so talking about it on a bigger scale, it's going to be really exciting. I think it's been amazing for, for us as the AOI to have Ren on board because of the, it's been a real asset from her, of her not coming from the illustration background. Because I think we all work really hard, but it's a bit like having that project, and when you're in it, yes. you're really in it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, having that fresh pair of eyes to ask all the right questions and um, to kind of push you, push you on. And, yeah, you know, some of the questions you'd be like, oh, why yeah. don't you do that? <laughs> um, and others, you're like, oh, my God, yeah, why didn't I think of that before? You know, and it, it really works. It, it's really worked out well for, for all I of us. I think it can only be good thing for all of us as yeah, members yeah. or as, as you know any, whatever connection we have to the illustration business yeah. it's going to be great yeah, so I'm excited <laughs> so just, just briefly yeah, you guys in a position to tell us just a little bit about the history of the AOI like when did it start what were the initial reasons for the founding of the organisation so the AOI started in 1973 I think yeah. uh, so it's been going a really really long time it was, it was illustrators and agents and their agents mainly got together and one of the prime reasons for it was initially uh, was to make sure that you got your original artwork back and to start to make that distinction between original artwork and copyright and to start that, that ball rolling with licensing which then led into kind of more about your rights that you actually have some rights um, and uh, then it kind of snowballed into to what it is now Mm. which is much more about, um, you know, it is about your rights, it's about educating the, the next generation to add value to the, the whole industry as, as a whole and make sure that we're all moving forward. Mm. You can see there's other areas of creative industries that, uh, as they've become more popular, they've become saturated and then eroded. Um, the individual creators' rights have been eroded. 
just because they've gotten so popular. Now, illustration is getting so popular, so it's up to the AOI to kind of keep everyone informed yeah. and keep it all moving in the right direction, whether, whether you're an illustrator or whether you're someone who is a commissioner or an agent or a college or all these other aspects that are... So they're all working together moving forward rather than mm. each people having their various different ideas about yeah. how to go about it or whatever. I find it interesting because you certainly said there about um, getting that work back for young people. That's probably an alien <laughs> reference, but I've talked to guys on the show who've been doing this 20 years longer than me and you know, I hear horror stories of couriers going missing and original tubes being sent for that work and, and, yeah. Yeah. and, and deadlines being missed and things. So... You know, once upon a time, we did have to trust and send off an original artwork or leave a portfolio at an office, which I'm sure does still happen, but less so than it used but to. Yes, yes. So we, we we're trying to encourage everyone not to do that as much as possible. Yes. But it is interesting. Yeah, you you see every so often it will like from the archives of whatever depths of AOI madness, <laughs> there will be just a portfolio around, and you're, you don't even know who the artist is. They're like you know not signed yeah. sheets, or there's bits marked on them for mm. that were supposed to be sent to a publisher or whatever. <laughs> So I, when people ask me about the AI, yeah, and you guys can tell me if this is fair or accurate, but I'd sell it as, I'd say, essentially it's a trade union for the illustration business. Would that be right? Yes, yeah, that, that it is, but yes. that doesn't sound the most appealing. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> but at the, same time, the reason I saw it that way is because, I, I mean, we mentioned it earlier, but it's, um, it, it's important stuff. It's not glamorous, but it's, um, it, you know, we, we all come up on a cropper of not knowing... Mm what to price something, what that contract should entail, you know, especially now in the global industry. Yeah. It's really yeah. important and it is extraordinary that illustration has got it, really, because you can phone up any time between 10 to 4, Monday to Friday, <laughs> and get your advice. But that's it. What other, you know, I have never come across that before, that bespoke service to read contracts and that is a service that's being used I don't know, I need to know the figures really. It's probably a third again than it was last year, so it is noticeably more active in That's terms of either the number of contracts that are being issued. I think or people the are more illustrators working. Yeah. Or both. I think well illustration definitely from, from my perspective of even going around the colleges and stuff and asking them how big their incoming first year is, mm. illustration is, is on the rise. And yeah. and also when you kinda of look at how big are world illustration awards, how much how more world they are now than they were maybe two years ago or whatever, you can see illustration is is absolutely rocketing. Um and it's just trying to you know, you can't. You can't I, I know I've got friends that are graphic designers, friends that have been in the music industry and stuff like that, and they have no idea. They've got no agents, no no people to give them any sort of advice uh, at all. Mm-hmm. And when I tell people what they do, they're like, "That's amazing." That's a good point. I never thought about what graphic designers would do in that situation and whether there is something. Like that. Because they will, you know, if you're a freelance graphic designer, you are still in that position where you you, you wouldn't really know mm. what your rights are with things. Whereas, obviously, illustrations, the payment structure is totally different and the copyright structure is totally different. We're more like photography yeah. uh, and, and music licensing than we are like graphic design um, in terms of that kind of thing. But um, yeah, there's just there isn't that many bodies for us to go to. I would I would say that we're that kind of that trade organisation yeah. side of it um, purely because you know and and from from my perspective as well, just from seeing all the illustrators that I have to deal with day to day, some of them are you know some of the best illustrators I've ever seen in my whole life, but are so unbusiness savvy um, <laughs> at all or unconfident. Yes. You know, they yeah. may kind of really kind of know that they're getting screwed over or that something's a bit wrong or you have a good feeling about something uh, but just don't have the confidence or the yeah. uh, you know kind of right vernacular to go about getting what they want or yeah. coming across in the right way or whatever so. I think it feels daunting for the best of us even you know, I consider myself mm-hmm. more, more of an extrovert than an introvert yeah. but, but even so the idea of you know, God, it's, it's just a, not a nice prospect to have to deal with, deal with all that stuff it's not something that comes naturally to creative people, I don't no. think, because it is there's an element there of confrontation if you are asking for something, especially when someone is like, I may, I may or may not pay you for something. Yeah. Um, you know, you're like, oh, you like my stuff, amazing, have it for free. There is a lot of that all the time, yeah, so it's a big ongoing battle, isn't it? It is an ongoing battle, and the working for free is definitely an ongoing battle, yeah. and a really, really important one to conquer. Yes. Like it, it's just exposure is not a currency. You can't eat yeah. exposure. Yeah. You need yeah. to eat exactly. money. Totally. Don't eat the money. Yeah. Eat the food. That's, the yeah, I had a friend who said that. He replied to an email saying, "If I'll well, give me five minutes, I'll call up the PM Electricity, and if they'll accept exposure for the payment, then we're on." And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> 
But then you know, I think you're right. I think that that's interesting. The third rise, and do you think, I think maybe that's got just an aspect of awareness. Maybe yeah. There I are think, more articles being written that I see now. The design press cover these I things. I think more, more contracts are being used. I think there used to be a lot more where it was more of an informal arrangement. So suddenly, it's one thing to have an informal informal arrangement. It's another to have contract wording thrown at you, which you know is all. It's gobbledygook, oh. and a one word in a whole forty-eight page contract could change the whole thing. And if you're not wide to it, yeah, you know, I do see a lot of like some of our members who, you know, they do, but in the spur of the moment, they just sign something, and then they're like, "Hang on, why are they asking me for this, this, and this? Yeah. Or why have they not mm. credited me, or they've whatever?" And you're like, mm, "Yeah." Right. Um, but it's, I think as well, copyright is more of an issue now. I think it's more in the public eye. You know, even with the kind of recent things with um, Apple Music and Taylor Swift and those kind of licensing copyright issues that were kind of brought, you know, they were newsworthy. I think everyone's beginning to, and like the Zara thing, and all these, you know, people are beginning to be a bit more aware of the fact that they have copyright, it belongs to them, it's not something they need to register for, they have, there's a law there that protects their work, or, you know, they're kind of vaguely aware that there might be something where they can about it, and they just need a bit more information about it, so I think that's when people are like, actually, yeah, contracts, yeah, I should probably have one, or they, you know... from other aspects, from the publishing world and that kind of thing, you're seeing much tighter, more erosive... Yes. Um, erosive, is that a word? Um, a contracts being thrown at illustrators where you can see that, you know, it's more important for them to actually get proper advice on it because even if they don't fully understand it, there's a good feeling there that actually I might be signing something that isn't in my interest or that doesn't sound yeah. right and you just need someone else to back you up and say, yeah, it's not right, you're, yeah. you're dead right. You have, you, have, you know... You know when you feel something you know, good, that whether it's a, yes. you know, the beginning of a, a project with a, contract, with a commissioner or whether it's a contract that you get, uh, you know, most of our members will kind of be like, I just, either I don't understand it or something isn't right there. Mm-hmm. I'm a slightly issue with this. Or just to check even if you yeah, say that you know, Yeah, exactly. And, and what a great benefit. I mean, I mean, okay, just for people who might never have come across the AI, so the deal is you get membership, right, and you have access then to, to these great services and advice yeah. and things. What a beautiful, what a great thing! Because I mean, what I mean, do you know the prices? Can you give me the prices now? Because I think it's very, very reasonable for what for what you get. Yes, basically, if you're just a standard illustrator, it's 160 pounds or uh, 200 pounds per year with a portfolio. Yeah. Um, if you're a student, it's 76 pounds or 55 pounds if your college is already a yeah. member. Um, if you've got an agent that's a member with us, and I think we've got about 21 agents with us at the moment, um, then you can have an affiliated rate, which is reduced as well. I think it's 100 100. 100. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and the way that I would justify that is if you come to me with one pricing advice, yeah. it's going to be more than your, well, your fee for the year. Well, I myself by saying that when you go look at any intellectual property lawyer's fees, yeah, you're exactly. Be ten times that, just yeah. probably picking up a phone knowing lawyers. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, to my point, that's two nights out in London, you know? Yeah. Or exactly. a night out here, well, four nights out in another city, you know, another <laughs> town. It's nothing, it's nothing. That should be above, in my opinion, that should be above your TV licence. Yeah. And I mean, you're an illustrator, you know? we have, uh, in terms of cash flow and stuff like that, obviously, uh, you know, all our members are freelancers, so uh, it comes in, in waves. Uh, so we do direct debit and that kind of thing as well to break it yeah. up over 12 payments and that's so... Yeah, well it's fantastic. I mean, I'm, you mentioned the Zara case there and I wrote a piece about that for Design Week and the big strap line around with, which I didn't think of anything special, which was sounded really cool, was like it's a gun to the head of all independent creators, that was a one-mark case. So it's a pretty gutsy headline. <laughs> yeah, and the piece, that the, the whole angle from the piece was basically my own response to when I read about the initial... Outburst, yeah, which was to sit there with my mouth open thinking, I don't know where to start, and my mm-hmm. only turning point I'm lucky enough to have an agent, so I'm represented by Illustration Limited, so I would yeah. turn probably first to them, but I know that they work very closely with you guys, so a lot of mm-hmm. any such information would come in conjunction with the Association of Illustrators. Um, question being, that I would have had nowhere else to turn but you guys and my agent. So, to that point, I mean, I'm guessing you guys are pretty well set up to start the ball rolling. Would that happen to anyone else, which is as shown by that case, Tuesday Batson, a big risk? I mean, I can tell you now that that's something we deal with quite often. Um, And 
uh, I did actually try and get desperately in contact with her when it, when it kind of first came on, before it kind of snowballed into a, a social media thing. Um, but when my friend just posted it up the day that she posted it in. Mm. And I just got in contact with her because I felt the way that she... Maybe she was slightly misinformed as to what her rights initially were or the way that she had gone about it with her lawyer was slightly inco- incorrect in terms of there is copyright law there that exists. Yeah. Um, rather than it was more uh, a passing off thing, which is something separate. And what you should rely on is, is, is the, the copyright law that, that is there. And it is there in the States. It's slightly different, but it is there. Mm. Um, so, you yeah, know, it, it was a very, very interesting case. Well, unfortunately, it's something that we deal with quite often, but we are seeing more and more now that people are actually getting money back. They are actually get their, you know, things are going to court mm-hmm. properly, um, or the small claims court and that kind of thing. We can advise you on all the steps um, needed to go before you even get there. You know, you don't want to go. No one wants to go to court. You want to be able to settle this and sort it out beforehand. Um, and you know, possibly start a, you know a good relationship with with a company, um, you know, and there's there's positive outlooks to to it. Um, but if if it does get to the more serious side, we can we can certainly help you out as well. Brilliant. And that's you know to me that alone is makes it absolutely it's an essential thing to be part of. You know, because none of us are lawyers. None of us understand that stuff inherently. Some better than others. Granted. If you've been in the industry 20 years, you might have had more cases. But yeah. there's still always, like you said, that one hidden word that can flip something on its head, and I think we're all at risk from that. So, That's a bit, yeah. therefore, what a great thing to have access to, you know. Um, but beyond that, not, you know, like we, you said, we don't want to give it the, 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 the business sell. I mean, Ren, we talked about where you want to take things and, and the ideas that you're having yeah. for, for, you know, for, for more socials, for more talks, let's talk about that. Yeah, and, definitely and, doing you know. more um, more of the fun bits as well, so we're not always the place they have to go when something's gone wrong. Yeah, yeah, that'd be <laughs> That as well, but yeah. mainly having a positive side as well. So we're trying out different events. We've got a panel discussion coming up. Um, we've got a contract masterclass, which it sounds boring, is fascinating and is all the details that you need to know so that you feel confident in doing those negotiations as well or are aware what your agent's doing on your part so that you know, mm. you've know you got that ownership over what's happening. Um, we're having just a whopping party because I think I'm a firm believer that if you put things in a room, put mm. people in a room, good things happen. Absolutely. So just trying to find more rooms and more people to put in them. <laughs> And definitely some beer in the room yeah. as well. They do, they were really great. I got to the Yoello event, I think that's where we met, Lou. Uh, yes, yeah, 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 the yeah. first time, yeah, yeah. And um, it, that, you know, it's a mix between formal talks, which are great, and they have a pizza sponsor, and there's beers there, or just we meet the pub, and mm. the amount of either podcast guests I've met there, you know, or like I said, meeting Lou there, or whatever it is, these just are great things. Like you say, you have to have that collaboration in an industry that can be quite lonely at times if people exactly. are as freelance you know? yeah you just exactly. have to chat don't you and doing more outside of London so we're definitely looking at setting up events and kind of networks in the kind of hubs where people are in terms mm. of our membership so we're, we're really actively wanting to speak to people who want to do that and have the conversations about what works well because a template that works really well in London might not work in Manchester or you know it's got to fit the needs of the people in that area mm. and the kind of hubs that are already there fit into yeah. the ecosystem yeah, that's it. It's really interesting, actually. I interviewed Jane Boyer, who, who ran a fantastic project called Women in Print a few episodes ago, and, um, and it was... Did you hear that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah I loved right. it. And, um, and they'd done that in a pizza place in Ancourt, which is kind of... Well, it was a bit run down at one point. I won't go as far as gentrification, but it's, it's, there's a lot of creative, interesting things happening there now, and, and they'd never done an exhibition. You know, it was a case yeah. of Jane approaching us, and I love this space, and you're considering an exhibition. A few months later, they've got this awesome... You know, exhibition that's getting national press, and yeah. really, that's how I came across it. Really, really cool stuff. So, I think they're, um, like you said about other cities, that are really interested in unconventional venues for things like that. That I just maybe never thought about mm. the idea of having anything creative based there. Mm. So, that's going to be cool to see how that pans out in other places. Yeah, yeah really looking forward to it. I think for us to have any kind of stronger ties and that kind of stuff as well, it's all it's all well and good mm. us having some events in London and that, but we've got such strong ties. Particularly, you know, any of the university cities and that kind of stuff as well. We see a yeah. lot of our members kind yeah. of return there in their early 20s and that kind of thing. Um, and they already have really thriving uh, communities, uh, illustration communities yeah. there. There's absolutely uh, no reason for us not to get involved as well. Yeah, that's going to be uh, it's going to be great to see how that, hmm. yeah, how that happens. So the, um, the NY Awards, 
been going for a little while now. Was it, was it the year before last you guys got together with the Directory of Illustration, which is the yes. American equivalent? Is that, was that fair? Or a very similar organisation in the States? They are a directory rather than uh, an, ad, an advice or a trader. Okay, right, so it's just simply a directory. directory. Yeah. 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 Which is cool, and it's all right, because those yeah. guys obviously plugged into the circuit yeah. stateside. So how's that been? Has it been... Uh, a very positive thing, it seems to yeah, me. it's been excellent. Yeah, it's, it's really worked excellent. out really, really amazing for us. Yeah, and it's nice to have that that, that support there uh, stateside, as, as you mm. say. I am um, Membership-wise, we're, we're UK-based, but we are global, and the next would be the US, and then the next is Australia, and it kind of filters down throughout mm. Europe and Asia after that. Um, so it's really important for us to kind of have um, a kind of proper connection mm. there. Yeah. Have you seen a rise in the increase of, of entries, or is that what, what, what's come out of this Yes, year? It's, it's been quite I think steady. It's been 2,300 entries this year from 66 countries. Brilliant. 66 countries, that's, that's amazing, isn't it? It's so good. When I mean, you talk about global industries, I mean, it's, it's right up there, surely. It's, it got is, to be it's how it should be, isn't it? Because it, it, it shouldn't really matter where you are, it is a global industry, so you should have yeah. the World Illustration Awards. And it was, the exhibition was beautiful, it really yeah. was astounding, and it really sort of. I don't know, gave me a real shudder of, wow, this is extraordinary work. It yeah. really is. And we, I think, I don't know, twelve to 15,000 visitors came through to see it. And we had a comments board where people were leaving comments. They were overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly good. They were also overwhelmingly in different languages. So we're still working on some of the translations. <laughs> um, I think Lou's doing the Korean. I'm doing moment, Korean, it's like, like Japanese. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can just about, me and Derek can just about do the Spanish, Italian, French. <laughs> uh, yeah. Get in there, Mariana's our uh, member's assistant, is Venezuelan, so she's got the Spanish cover. But no, it's like, you know, fantastic. Like, really, I couldn't yeah. believe the amount of different languages from, from everyone that had visited. And then it's reflected yeah. then in the fact that, you know, it Which is, is how it should be, isn't it, for the World Illustration Board, really happens to God, yeah. yeah. And it's just, a, I love that. I mean, I'm one of the, the people I grew up with alongside, uh, you know, Ralph Stedman and Quentin Blake pinned to my board at university. It was David Falvari, and mm. just, his work's got such a feel of his background and uh, his upbringing. Yeah. I love that. Really, Which is, yeah, amazing. And why it's such a beautiful thing to see what people are doing for oh, other countries. I, I can't wait for next year. I really I really enjoyed this year. I thought we just the, I thought the calibre had stepped up again and the fact that it really to push that world aspect of it, um, you know, we and to see the, the quality of the work kind of reflected in that from mm. all the areas of the world and from the winners and from all the shortlisted. It's just absolutely fantastic yeah. and I'm going to keep all those messages from that board and any time I feel sad I'm just going to start reading them through. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did you, did you get many entries from Japan? Yes, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't give you a figure, but we did go... It's really nice that my book's being translated. It's coming out there oh, in November, which fries my mind. But at the same time, I've, because of that, I've been looking at a lot of Japanese visual culture, yeah. and I'm hoping to go there in November to coincide with that. I wanted it to go anyway, so what a great reason to make it happen. Yeah, amazing. But, um, but I just, it's such a different visual language. I love it, and... Yes, it is. It's totally. I've got a lot of Japanese friends, and I went um, the first time I went to Korea two years ago. We went over to Japan as well. But it's it's what's the, what the most amazing thing for me was the fact that uh, all the advertising here is on one level. You know, it's on street level, mm. where it's over there. Advertising goes up to the top of the building, and um, it's all in your completely different language as well. So everything yeah. everything has a has a has a face. Everything has a as a caricature or a mascot <laughs> to then translate whatever the um, the Japanese writing is that goes up everywhere. So you're kind of uh, oh this oh that must be the pharmacy because the guy's got a little you know um, stethoscope on or whatever. It's like it's uh, it's it's just awesome in the real world. Awesome when you get over there, it's absolutely fantastic. And their art scene and their publishing scene is is really really nice as well. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what to expect. No, oh, it's it's really it'll be overwhelming for sure. <laughs> I'm really excited. I've never been truly out. Of and you're so tall. Comfort zone. I'm really excited about that. You know, I think it'll give me a whole new host of influences. Yeah. Yeah. So that's gonna be. Uh, you're gonna. You're gonna love it. If you go to Tokyo, you'll have to go to um, Shibuya Crossing. Yeah. And stand in the middle of it because you'll be taller than the thousands and thousands and thousands of people standing <laughs> around you. I have to do it, but obviously I'm the same size as everyone. So I was like, this is amazing. But Brilliant. You'll be able to see for miles. 
I'm just so glad now that I kept the mid-1990s West Yorkshire references to a minimum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could have talked about it. They'll love that there. Any, they'll love that there. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's fascinating to see where that goes. But yeah. <laughs> so th- what's the deal with the book? Is that still going on? Is the... Is, is the um, the illustrator's guide yeah, to yeah. law and business. Yeah, it is. No, 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 no. no. I'm, oh, just, I'm no. thinking the images. Uh, oh, images. Images, of course. I've got lost the title there. And and where because I'm, obviously I'm just interested because now we have so many options with digital. I want to know what the role of that is today. So, like, well, images finishes finished when um, what what was what is now the World Illustration Awards finished as an, as the images kind of uh, series right. series. Um, once they finished, that book finished as well. It was quite. Um, it was not economical for us to continue producing it. Let's just say that. Um, but it is something that we would like. In terms of now, we've got the World Illustration Awards. We've got the catalogue that goes along with that. Um, expanding that in the future is something that we would like to uh, mm. to go on because we we get asked about images all the time. Um, and it, it would be great to have kind of like a permanent reference there rather than just a catalogue or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, the catalogue is good. It's a whole discussion piece. It's not just a catalogue mm. of the work. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, you know, kind of has interviews with some of the artists and that kind of thing in it and some of the commissioners. Um, it, it is a kind of mini form of the images book itself. We've got yeah. the shortlisters on the internet, isn't it? So that gets pushed quite widely. So yeah, you've got yeah. that at a glance there. But it's interesting that what is more relevant, because a book is a lovely thing to have and you know to be able to go through and have a look at, but it's not really practical and it's not what people want. And you look up at your shelf and you go, oh, not another one. So it's finding the balance, but certainly yeah. something tangible is important. And we still sell the images books. You know, yeah. it is a wonderful snapshot, especially if you go back to kind of like the late seventies. I love all the old ones. Yeah, you just fantastic. get this incredible view of what was happening that year. Yeah, it is a real treat to flick through. Yes, I've recently gone through all the old AOY uh, logos, going going back, oh, which yeah. something to behold indeed. <laughs> 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 yeah, but no, it's, it's just fantastic. It really gives you, and we have like the old. We've got um, kind of like an archive of um, illustration magazine and um, kind of going back as well. When you, when you suddenly go back into that world, mm. you're like, God, we've come on a long way, haven't we? Like, mm. in terms of what we are as an industry, what we were as an industry then, and this powerhouse of an industry now, I mean, people are really making an awful lot of money as an illustrator. You know, that's okay. possible now. Well, boundaries have been put down Completely. by technology, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's which well, that was the original catalyst for that question. I just you know because I always wondered how that impacted mm-hmm. your decision with the book, and, and you know because it is interesting because I've, I went through a big phase of relying upon you know email campaigns and things, and now I've stripped right back and gone down to this more promotional book club because mm-hmm. I felt I somehow lost the personal touch a little bit, and I felt just as just me as an individual, I was better placed to pick less numbers, but a more personal approach. That's just my decision. I know people do very well from big mail outs, but so everyone's different. But for me, it just I just get the best results when I meet people. I think it's different, you know, like you've got like Bologna and that kind of stuff. Who we we get their catalogue books and stuff, and, and that's relative because that's their that's a commissioning fair. Do you know what I mean? A lot of commissioners yeah. go to it. That's the whole idea about it. You know, the World Illustration Awards were a promotional thing, but we're uh, you know, and we, we do have lots of commissioners and lots of art directors involved, and they, everyone comes to it. It's an industry thing, but we're not like actively trying to sell people's work. Mm. We're just promoting industry, the, the illustration industry as a whole. Totally, yeah. um, so the kind of need for a, a documentation of the book or of of the whole event is there, but not really maybe in, in terms of a, a book for solid book form anymore. Whereas I'd be more inclined to kind of push our our, our resources. Um, into this revamp of uh, the room, which is on the way. So, um, and really kind of pushing that as much as possible yeah. for our members. I'm excited about seeing for room. So that's the <laughs> so publication, <laughs> and that does that that goes out to members. Right? Yes, it goes out to members, but it's a, it's available for everyone. Yeah, yeah. So in bookshops and galleries, yes. and yeah. so we're yeah. taking it back yeah. to the magazine format. Fantastic! I'm excited to see that. It's nice to have that outreach, isn't it? The physical. Yeah, it's that really important. It's, it's, so it's important. the critical in, critical insight into the industry, which I yeah. think is really important. You kind of need that viewpoint. And we're just shifting it a little bit to be more industry-focused, um, but it is much loved. When it, one of the first things I did was like a member survey to find out what, what was people thought, what was good, what was bad. 
overwhelmingly people love Varun. Yeah, it it's is cool. It's a cool thing. Really important part of the um, part of the industry, not even just membership. Mm. Yeah. So you got a team in place to to do that. Got who's the editor? So John O'Reilly, who's been yeah. the editor for a while. Yeah. yeah. Staying on, which is fantastic. Mm. Really looking forward to it. And Derek, who's the lead from the team AOI. Nice. And when when and when did you say sorry? I missed that. When when was when was it? June. The beginning of February. Should Brilliant. be. Yes. Tough my birthday. Which is what we're planning it around. Yes. Yeah. Completely. Ben centric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see it. It's going to be fantastic. Um, well, I think, I don't know, is there anything else we need to get in there? I was, I'm running out, run out of steam. I don't know whether to go to the shark in the tank bit, or just... The shark in the tank bit? Yeah, so you've got a small little on-the-spot question that I ask everyone at the end. Mm. <laughs> Which is a love that I'll go, go to it, a love and a hate. Uh, and it, it can be as playful or as uh, serious as you want, but I'm going to... I usually give just totally open book question, but this time I'm going to say illustration industry. <laughs> 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 and I do tailor it to each guest sometimes. So I'm going to ask you to choose one as well. well. You can only give me a love or a hate each. So you've got to pick. Only one each? Yeah. What do you mean? So one of you's got to do love, one of you's got to do hate. Oh, that's not fair. It is fair. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair, but it's your game. What, you love the hate of, of the illustration industry? Yeah, it's not it's just a thing, a theme. It could be anything like, you know, so some of the previous answers, someone's named like New York as a love and someone else um, said the bad weather in London as a hate. You know, but it can be really playful, but I'm just going to keep parameters loosely to the illustration industry for this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got to give a bit of time for that. That's what's so fun about it. People are panic, but then give really interesting answers. <laughs> I tell you what I love, or what I'm really enjoying, is the ongoing. The number of people who say, oh, "I'm not an illustrator. I'm an artist," or. I'm not an artist, I'm an illustrator. Well, you can be both. What? I'm just loving. Yeah, what yeah. is this distinction? Yeah. And really, then you sort of probe them a little bit and it all fizzes out into nothing. And, and so what, where have these labels come from? How do we unpick them? Do they matter? Why are they important? Yeah, they are important. Mm-hmm. It's in our title and I still can't spell it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm loving. Yeah. That discussion. That discussion, yeah. What are you hating? I only have to do one. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's on to you, not be passing out. I hate everything. I hate how little confidence illustrators have. Good that is, that I is, good. That is um, <laughs> that's something that I've had to like work into the, the college talks and stuff that I do because it's literally a, it's a every single bit of advice that I give, every email that I send back, every phone call that I have, confidence and negotiating, or the lack thereof, mm-hmm. is, is a huge part in every single... I wasn't really, I didn't really think it would be... Even with people that are totally savvy, um, I'd say there's maybe 4% of our members would be totally savvy and are, you know, they just want me to back them up, and that's fine, but they know exactly what they're going for. There's that negotiating and that confidence aspect comes into every single bit of advice that um, or inquiry that I have to deal with or that our, our team has to deal with, um, and that that's just such a that's a huge issue. Yeah. Just because you like what you're doing doesn't mean that you know. You, yeah. It's an age-old stigma that we need to break. Isn't it's it? huge. It's absolutely huge. So I've had to kind of work it with the idea that maybe we put we kind of raise that issue with. Um, with the kind of gen- next generation coming in, um, I've actually added in, in a section into our college talks that we do, because I do this two-hour college talk, and it's pretty mental. Um, I try and keep it as light-hearted as possible, <laughs> um, and kind of put my quips and stuff from what I've learned, being on the other end of the phone or the other end of the emails or whatever. Um, but that confidence thing, you know, particularly as a young person, but even I deal with it from all age groups, um, and all uh, career paths and career yeah. levels um, where they just don't have the confidence to, to, to even ask in the first instance yeah. can I have some more information yeah. let alone can I have some more rights or yeah. can I have some more money oh, yeah. or anything Absolutely, else yeah. it, it's yeah. just the, the, that, that having no confidence yeah. at all that, and that. it's particularly frustrating because so many people out there will very readily exploit that 100% 100% and you do, you do have to kind of 
don't want to, you know, kind of be pessimistic about it or whatever, but you do have to be wide to the fact that you are open to, you are vulnerable mm-hmm. yeah. and you are open to being exploited and people will exploit you. Of course, business, even if it's the nicest person you've ever talked to in your totally. whole life, okay. they're still business. The contract that they give you is totally still going to be don't. totally on their terms. You know, it's, it's, you just have to be aware. Yeah. And uh, it's something I really, really enjoy is being like, don't worry, it's, I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to say back. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, whereas, you know, where we're just providing licenses and stuff like that, and people are like, I don't even know how to come back to them with this license. Yeah. Um, so that, that confidence issue is something that, because I kind of have to deal with it every day. Yeah. Um, and it's just frustrating because if you see the, their work, it's just phenomenal. And you're like, what? Yeah. The amount of times I've been, I've, I've met several friends from unis who've, in the first instance, got in touch with me through either liking my work or seeing a piece or whatever, which is a lovely compliment that they can ask me things. I always get back to them because I think it's important to do that. And, I mean, one girl recently I've become really good friends with who's at Cardiff University. She got approached for a commission. Um, I had no idea what to charge and she was going to go in with 150, but I thought she'd ask me what she should be going in with and she got 900 in the end off the back of my advice, which was a huge buzz for me because it was like, it's a lovely girl, so talented and such a unique style that reflects her personality and I just... yeah did my best way of putting that in the simplest terms saying you're a specialist you've spent seven years in education you deserve that like anyone else and in the end she went for it and got it and I was like yes that's, that's, <laughs> what, that's what keeps me going that's what keeps the AOI going is that buzz you know that you're yeah. helping people who need to be helped you know and they deserve the help you know yeah. they are fantastic illustrators yeah. they're fantastic people and it's, just, it's just an essential bridge isn't it between people who didn't get in this industry for any you know, knowledge of intellectual things okay. therefore there's got to be a, you know, something in the middle to help yeah. people, which you guys very much are. <laughs> so on that, where can people get membership, check out everything they need to know about the AOI? So uh, you can follow us at the AOI on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, all the same. Um, and then it's www.theaoi.com and you can check out the join section there which goes through different memberships, different prices, what it is there. There's also links, uh, members at the AOI is my email address if you ever have any questions about um, joining or uh, any advice that you want to get off me, I'm there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, and I'm guessing you'll be sharing all your stuff on the old social channels, any events and things that are yeah, coming up, so people can plug into that. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Yeah, we've got some really good uh, online grouped uh, portfolio consultations at the moment, which are fantastic. Um, yeah, really nice. And uh, we've got some, yeah, in October and November, we've got some really good events coming up as well, yeah. so stay tuned. Just as a little note as well, I do recommend those portfolio sessions to people. I remember I noticed Fig in the office there when I graduated 2006, she gave me you know, advice that still resonates today in the work mm. that I'm doing. I keep in mind, she told me that at the time my portfolio was very masculine and I hadn't really considered a gender in my work, but actually was very, you know, I got it at the time. And ever since then, I've been quite aware that I can still keep this quite robust, ragged work, but it can be applied quite subtly to different things. So mm. don't want to go on too much about that, but, but they're just they're very worthwhile getting that fresh eye from someone who's, who knows the game. And, yeah, and I, think she's, I think she's fantastic. Like We just hear, we get such good feedback about her. It may not be something you instantly want to hear. It um, never is, but, but you have to deal with it. But that. you have to deal with it. Yeah. And, and it is coming from you know a place of, of, of absolute knowledge, do you know what I mean? A yeah. vast place of knowledge. Yeah. So it's invaluable, I think. Yeah. The new ones that we've just launched are online, so it's kind of more old school crits in a way. So you're mm. with four four people around a theme, so starting out or changing direction or children's characters. That's good. And so you've got four different illustrators with Fig and normally kind of an industry professional, so an agent, children's book agent or whoever it is. So you've just got that peer review as well. And I think that's really interesting about how you can mm. contextualise your work with other things that are happening. And it's all online, so it really works if you that's great, can't because come and see Fig face-to-face. Especially what you find is, and at the moment I'm coming across this with students either that I've interviewed or I'll just know, um, a lot of them have you know, left, let's say, London in, sorry, uni in London, kind of forced to stick around in London uh, at the beginning of that time. So they, a lot of them end up being under a parent's roof again. Um, without that peer input or tutorial input and I know that in my first six months I struggled hugely without that and yeah. lost a lot of motivation working a full time job I didn't particularly want to be in so that's great to know that people can access mm-hmm. that from the comfort of their homes and get that feedback without so, being in a yeah. university or college setting so again get it done yeah <laughs> it's great well thanks a lot guys thank yeah, you thank you it's been a pleasure having you and uh, exciting times ahead 
I hope that gave you a really good insight into uh, what the, the AOI represent in 2016 as our industry uh, expands exponentially thanks to technology. Uh, really good guys, so thanks to Ren and Lou for taking the time to sit down and chat about that. Um, as they mentioned about the AOI Contract Masterclass, you really should go down and check that out. That's on Tuesday the 22nd of November, I believe it's from 2 o'clock. Um, former two-time guest, our only alumni so far, Miss Led, is going to be on that, talking about things from an illustrator's perspective in terms of contract negotiations, moments where she's tripped up, experiences on that front. So it's going to be really exciting, and you really should just go and check that out. We're going to have other experts talking about you know, the, the, the common things that, that, that do often catch people out in the sort of legal loopholes and all that kind of stuff. So well worth checking out. Um, I'm actually going to be out of the country when that's going on, otherwise I would have got down there myself. I'm going to be in Japan at the time, promoting my book, Champagne and Wax Crayons, which you should also check out. It's out there now on Amazon and the Tate Modern. Uh, it's been ranked fifth uh, fifth best graphic design book of 2015 by Creative Block, which is the blog of computer art. So go and have a look. I wrote down everything, everything. I mean, going to Tesco on your lunch breaks and buying reduced food because you've got no work and you're feeling desperate and you've got cabin fever. It's got all the kind of balls out honesty of my journey through the industry as a freelancer and, and getting into the creative industry. So go and check that out. It's out there on Amazon. Loads of reviews from people who've bought it. You can go and get a little little look. Um, so, yeah, it's really important stuff that, that we covered there and, and we're going to need to know it more and more as things get a bit you know, choppier waters with uh, legislation and things because it's always transforming and it's always changing. So guys like the AOI are the consistent things there, uh, especially if you don't have an agency. It's absolutely important for you to get that kind of representation so that you can be a little more confident in your own negotiations. So I hope that was useful. There's loads more resources out there on theaoi.com and there are other resources. So go and check them out. Thanks again to Lou and Ren for taking the time to talk to me. Uh, Again, exciting shows coming up in future episodes. Uh, I'm not going to reveal a few of them because they're still in production and I'm still juggling with the order, so I can't quite tell you where everything's going to go just yet. But loads more cool guests as ever coming up. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Go back and check out episodes of Nick Leach from Heart Internet, the social, the sort of winning at the internet special episode. We have the psychology of colour. We've got all the one-to-ones. We've got Adrian Shaughnessy. We've had Rob O'Connor. We've had Rod Hunt, Sandra Deakman, Sarah Beats, and we've got it all going on. Go back and listen to the archive. Uh, the archive, sorry, SoundCloud.com forward slash Arrest on the Mix and subscribe on iTunes and do drop us a review if you like the show. It means a lot. Thanks ever, guys, for listening in. Thanks to sponsors, Heart Internet, Illustration Limited, Printed.com, and the AOI for coming on board also as a partner to look out for the show and support us uh, in kind. So go and check everyone out, show everyone the love, and keep it creative. Nice one. Cheers, guys. Thank you.